Hi, everyone, and welcome to Jupiter's Palace. This is episode number three, and I am so excited to release this episode because me and my guest, my guest and I, had so much fun recording, ranting, um, talking about death and intuition and Neptune and Pisces, Jupiter and Pisces. We got into advancement and technology and medication, talked about power dynamics and employment, uh, shared our personal experiences and personal just things about ourselves. And I'm just so excited for all of you to hear. I hope you enjoy Um, But before we get into it, I just want to plug in my upcoming things, like upcoming ways you can work with me. Uh, I have my new moon ritual. This is my third monthly one. It's happening on October 5th, and you can buy tickets now. I also have some upcoming workshops in the next few months. So you can get those tickets as well. And I just launched my website. So if you go to kennytheastrologer.com, you will find everything that I'm talking about and more. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoy my website and that you stay tuned and keep listening because I have a lot of fun things planned. So yeah, enjoy. Welcome to Jupiter's Palace. We have Guidance by Gigi here with us. Welcome. Say hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited. Kenny, the editor here, we had a little mishap, Mercury pre-shadow and retrograde. Um, I asked Gigi how she got into divination, and that is what she's answering right now. Thank you. Just to get us started, Gigi, if you'd like to share what led you to divination practices. Uh, well, it's been a, a lifelong story. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that, you know, this this whole entire journey just kind of started for me at a very young age, as most people it does, just, you know, dreams, premonitions, um, just being very in tune with other people's emotions, uh, with the earth, I guess, so to speak. And then as I got older, um, you know, those, those deja vus and those, those feelings and, and again, premonitions kept happening to me and I kept brushing it off. Like, Oh, you know, I, like I was a child, I had no idea. And then it started turning into, um, seeing spirits, Mm -hmm. um, and that sort of thing. So, Again, I kind of brushed that off because, you know, my parents, I would tell them and they'd be like, oh, you know, it's you, you're, you're dreaming. Crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, okay, okay. Uh, they said it's not real. So it actually got to the point where like I started saying like out loud to them while they were bothering me, like, like, stop it, leave me alone. <laughs> and then they did. So um, they left I've me alone. I noticed that, that. That spirits are very respectful. Like, Mm -hmm. if you set your boundaries, they'll respect it most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But yeah, I put, I pushed all this aside and just kind of figured, I don't, I don't know what, I just, I'm very logical. I'm very like science and logic based. I always try to find like a logical reason for something before I ever go to anything metaphysical or spiritual. My Mercury, um, I have a Sagittarius Mercury in the 12th house. Okay. Oh, in the 12th house. That's where the logic. <laughs> yeah. To know everything. I was like, Sag Mercury. I was like, mm. really? I was thinking mm-hmm. I was getting like Earth sign vibes from you, but 12th I, well, house makes sense. I do have plenty of that too. But, um, <laughs> but so, yeah, I went into nursing of all things, um, but that ended up you know, not working out very well. Um, I was burnt out. I was exhausted. I was unhappy um, with the way the state of the career was, you know, due to, unfortunately, you know, insurance companies and capitalism eating us up all the time. 
So I finally decided um, to start reading Oracle and Tarot uh, for myself about four years ago. I started reading Oracle and just doing automatic writing. And then about two years ago, I started um, reading online for people on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I had an like an anonymous account like I would just go on and read for people and like me being anonymous like that though like let me really build my intuition because I wasn't afraid to be wrong because there was mm. no way for them to know who I was so we I just have kept... such a thing with being wrong oh I know so scared to be wrong that's what I just was saying that the other day it held me back for so long but once I started I did that for about two years and then I actually didn't pick up like the tarot until I started my business a little over a year ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was only doing Oracle and automatic writing and that sort of thing. So I actually just started doing the tarot um, when I, a little before I started my business. Okay. And uh, yeah, here I am. <laughs> here you are. I love that for you. Uh, yeah, I always feel weird. Like I came from such a weird place. Like nobody else in my family, you know, practices. And I, you know, came from such a science minded field. And then I'm like doing this. But interestingly enough, I have had a past life reading recently. And I think maybe that's where that's the only inclination I have to come from why I am this way <laughs> because nobody <laughs> else in my family that I know of like is reading tarot or you know talking to dead people at night like I don't know if they are they're not telling me so <laughs> I don't feel like people at least back then it's not it wasn't accepted people didn't need to be open about or wanted to be open about it Mm -hmm. Especially after the Salem witch trials, like, if you're doing anything in regards of, to witchcraft or divination, you're just doing the devil's work. Well, I mean, and let's be honest, the heart, like, all you had to do to be a witch in those days was, like, cook some herbs. And if they smelled a little funny, the village would, like, freak out and be like, oh, my Literally. God. Or it's if a somebody witch. around you got sick. <laughs> no, it is definitely, it oh is a gosh. witch. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Well, I have a very similar story with just like feeling burnt out, feeling like there was no, essentially no hope, at least in my experience. Like I just was very hopeless, had like, I wasn't very religious or into religion when I was younger, especially cause I'm first generation born in the US from Puerto Rico. So we oh, wow. would go to Spanish church and mm -hmm. like they would just be babbling on in Spanish about the Bible and you know, I hadn't even read the Bible yet. So I don't mm -hmm. know what the hell they're saying. I don't know what they're <laughs> talking about. And they're speaking so fast too, that I'm like, what? I don't, this is just gibberish to me. Mm -hmm. So I was never, I never got into religion, never got into like Sunday school or my first confirmation or any of that. And like everybody, literally everyone, even my younger sister, everybody was like into religion. Everybody was super Catholic or Christian, I don't even know which one it was. How Aquarian but, of you. Yeah, I know, right? I'm, just, <laughs> I'm the black sheep. I'm the one that has to be different. Mm -hmm. um, and very similar to you, just nobody in my family was into tarot. Nobody was seeing spirits or having these psychic premonitions of like seeing the future. And so I also am just a very quiet, shy person, a cancer rising. So I never Aww, even said anything. Thing. I never would say anything to anybody. Like, I think the first time I mentioned spirit work or tarot was in college, like to mm -hmm. out loud to somebody else. Like it was always a private practice to me. That's what I want my work to kind of stop people from doing. I don't want people to be hiding and like in the shadows and like doing their shadow work and their witchcraft and divination just all alone mm -hmm. because community i think it just helps with your like mental health like in general like my mental health like finding other people who studied this stuff and did tarot mm -hmm. has helped me so much because i'm just mm -hmm. able to reach out and be like what do you think of this spread like how mm -hmm. does this like and you can't do that with people who don't know what the hell you're even doing or talking about 
Yeah, it's almost like a reassurance. I think for me personally, you might relate because again, like I'm so logically minded, like even after all these years I've started doing this, I still think to myself, I'm like, am I crazy? Yeah. Is this real? Like this can't be real. It doesn't matter. Like, and I know like my guys get so upset with me and like, no, you cannot have any more signs. You cannot have any more reassurances. I gave you the two, two, two on the can. What else do you want? <laughs> like, I, um, like, so yeah, I think it's like a nice reassurance when you re when you're speaking to other people about like tarot or astrology. It's like a whole language, and like yeah. it's like a language you and I speak, and you get it, and I can reach out to you, and you understand what I'm talking about, and it's a reassurance back. Like, okay, I'm not crazy. This very abstract, ethereal like feelings and thoughts and predictions and premonitions. Other people are having these too. Like, it's not just me. Yes. Like. There is something to this. We are all connected some way. I love it. I just love it. We are literally all, at least I believe in my spirituality, that we are all connected. We are all one. You know, if you believe in God, God is in all of us and all of us are God, basically, in a way. Mm -hmm. And I think it just helps, at least for me, with like my mental health, just helping getting that reassurance, getting those affirmations from like spirit and the divine. Mm -hmm. And being able to reach out to other people just helps with, like, my depression, my anxiety, mm -hmm. and, like, that overall fear of the unknown and of the future and of what's to come. Mm -hmm. uh, so how do you work, how do you deal with that fear or that anxiety? So it's funny because I actually grew up going to Catholic school. So, really? uh, yeah, even though, like, I was a little bit <laughs> defiant and I didn't, like, I questioned everything a lot, <laughs> it's, it still was very hard for me to transition to public school. And then I started, at some point, I had a teacher who, uh, God bless him, because let me tell you, we're in a rural area, so imagine the setting. He very staunchly taught, like, evolution. Oh, which is not, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, ooh, just like the meme. like Yes, oh. exactly. <laughs> um, and like, I'm telling you, kids in my class would get so emotional. They would like start crying because this is how like religious oh the area is. Uh, I don't know how he didn't get in trouble. It was, I mean, I was happy I got the education, but you see what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, but it's it was so hard for me because, uh, you know, once I learned the science of that, I'm like, that makes sense to me. Like, there's so much more than just 2,000 years of Earth, and I know this, and I, this this makes sense to me. But then I felt so abandoned, and I felt mm. like, okay, if there is no God, then, like, what am I doing? And I searched for, like, so many different religions. Like, I even was, like, st studying Buddhism because it was, like, the closest thing that I could I've find to, like... <laughs> But, but it still didn't sit right with me. Yeah. Like, there was something about it. Like, I still didn't like it. Like, it's still a religion, I guess. I mean, some people would say it's an ideology. But for me, like, it's still kind of a religion to, in my eyes. Yeah, so I would say so. Then, um, you know, I found Taoism. And just what the, is that exactly? I forget. So Taoism is it, like an Eastern ideology. It's kind of like a mix of Confucianism without all the misogyny. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, un <laughs> unfortunately, Confucius teachings are pretty misogynistic. So I don't and really Confucius, care. So. I don't care for Confucius. Um, uh, you can read the Tao Te Ching. It's spelled T A O T E or it's D-A-O-D-E, and then Jing. So oh, okay. the, the Tao is the way. It's just an essence of being. So mm -hmm. it's just going down a middle path of life. You never want to go too far in any extreme. You're just kind of living in the moment, accept things as they come. You don't worry about the past or the future. So in that regard, that helped me spiritually. But then when I found astrology and tarot, tarot was a universal symbol system that I was like, okay, this language makes sense when I'm speaking to my guides. It was much clearer than Oracle, which don't get me wrong. I was pretty good at the Oracle, but the tarot is just solid. It's, it's less open to too much interpretation because they do have assigned meanings, right? 
Yes. And then tie it all together with the astrology. The astrology really confirmed for me, okay, like people were studying this like thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. Like there's no way, there's no way that we have all the cosmos and everything is so tied together like this that there's not like something going on. So I think yeah. that's like it's all those things together are are comforting comforting enough for me to say okay like I'm I'm okay enough to know there's something going on but I don't need to know everything. Yeah. Because if I knew everything what would be the point in me being here? So exactly. I, I kind of try to look at around. it like that and I think also to to tie it up just my experiences with um the deceased um, just being able to channel spirits. And also, um, I spent some time as a hospice nurse as well. And just, you know, leading people out of this life and just the knowing that they have um, sometimes and just, you know, feeling their presence even after they've kind of left. And the dreams of communicating with them and, and just, you know, just very beautiful experiences. Um I just know, even though I don't know everything about what's on the other side, I know there's something and mm. uh, I'm, I'm okay to find out when, when it's my time. Hopefully it's not too soon that, you know, nobody <laughs> wants that, but you know, when that day comes, I'll be prepared. I know there's something waiting for me. And not to get too much into it, but like, I feel like death and that transition and that liminal space is such a hot topic. Especially, I feel like in the United States, like it's just something that you don't talk about, but we don't talk about death. Like, no, Western um, ideology, we are terrified of aging. We want plastic yes. surgery, which is okay. Plastic surgery is okay. That's what you really want. But if it's because you're afraid of aging and, and you're scared, I mean, you really need to work with that and face uh, that problem. West, we do not want to talk about it. We just kind of put our are aging away in the nursing home and sort of forget about it. We don't want to talk about aging. Um, but it's funny because like when I went to Japan, um, you know, they have deity statues everywhere, shrines to their dead. It's like they really? almost, yeah, it, it's almost like they live like their dead are their neighbors. They live with them and they honor mm -hmm. them everywhere they go. It's not just at church, their church or, or shrine or, you know, whatever you would think of as a place of worshiping or honoring so yeah we're, we're very bad with death it's horrible and that reminds me of like um the mexican culture and like the day of the dead mm -hmm. and how they always have like their altars honoring the ancestors and it's just always like an, an accepted and known thing that like death is upon us death is a natural part of life and it's okay to be around death and to accept death and to deal with death yeah, that's why I I think I align with Taoism as well because they practice having like family altars in the home. So it's nice mm. to be able to like teach my son like okay, you know, this is your family that's gone but they're still with us and this is where we talk to them and we give them, you know, offerings and that sort of thing. So I I do uh I align with that as well. I enjoy that. All right. Now Kind of went off topic, but I'm sorry. You can cut it out. No, you're good. <laughs> no, I no, I like much. it. I like it. I like. I I want this podcast to be a bunch of different things in one. So I love the off-topic tangents. Okay. Um, but to get back into it, so you said you used to do a lot of like anonymous work on Reddit to build your intuition. So how? What was? your intuition to you like what does that sound like to you how was that like building up your strength and that muscle well your intuition i like to think of us and maybe i don't know our our consciousness as we're all kind of like radios talking to each other and i like that if you kind of tune your your consciousness a certain way you can dial into what the universe is saying or what a spirit is saying to you so once you, you know, if you go into a meditative state, if you use candle magic and you're, you know, staring into the candle or, you know, the tea leaves, you go into a trance or, I mean, for many, many years, uh, you know, groups and religions and spiritual practices have used 
you know, mind-altering substances, whatever it is that you're, it's just a fine-tuning of your level of consciousness where you're turning off your logical brain and listening to what just comes out. So what I would have to do was I would just have to start talking. Now, the best way I like to do readings is either recorded or live on Zoom because when mm. I just start talking, I just let myself go and I swear it's almost like my brain turns off and like my mouth's still going. I, I can't explain it. Like, I'm not trying to say like I'm, I'm possessed by a demon <laughs> <laughs> because that's not what I'm saying. Like, it's still me, but I don't know. It's like it just it just rolls right out it of my mouth. Takes over. Yeah. It just takes over. Yes. Yeah. So just trusting yourself. And that sounds so cliche. And like, you know, people like us, we beat ourselves up. Like, am I wrong? But it's really, it's your worst blockage. And when you take, that's why I always say like, people laugh like, Oh God, Reddit, I'm scared of it. Just don't put your identity on there and go on the forums. <laughs> and like, you know, there's no fear of being wrong. Cause they have no idea who you are. And just that losing that. that fear, you just you just get used to it and you just learn how to turn it on and off. I think that's a big thing is like fear and not letting fear paralyze you or stop you from doing things, especially when you get into divination. Like there's always that fear of like, is this not accepted? Is this not what I should be doing? Or like when you start talking to spirits and getting into the spirit realm and spirit work, you start like my boyfriend, his first thing is like, don't make sure you don't get a demon on top of you or like, don't make sure you don't get like possessed and you need to be very careful with all that. And like, yes, yes, I agree. But it's not that like for me, at least it's not that big of an issue of like a demon trying to come in and attack me. Cause like mm -hmm. we've heard of the de demonic possessions and exorcisms, but Nobody has been killed by ghosts. Nobody has been hurt by ghosts. You may have like some scratch marks and stuff, but that could have been you or your cat trying to suffocate you. So like Listen, I'm not even going to say anything because I don't know like I still wrestle with if I believe in the idea of evil or not. I really do. Like mm -hmm. so I can't I don't say I know enough about it to speak on it, so I will just say I saw a very funny video recently. I think it was actually a TikTok. And some guy said, this this older white gentleman said, ghosts can't actually hurt you. If they could, there'd be a lot of dead old white men or something. Yes. Dead old white I people. I saw that on TikTok. And I was like, oh, he's got a point. No, I think it's more so too, like also just having having to let go of fear. Another thing is using more than just your mind, like use your body senses. Like sometimes I'll be reading for people. I was reading for someone one day and like my throat was itchy. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, do you have allergies? And she's like, yeah, like they're really bothering me this week. So it's also using your body senses more than just your what your mind is telling you. And also language of the spirits. Realize they're not always going to speak the language that we're speaking. So like you might ask for an answer like, oh, where is where is this person's scarf? And the spirit tells you in your mind the song, I'm blue, da ba dee da ba die. And you're like, I don't know why, but spirit <laughs> just told me this song. You know, remember that song, I'm blue, da ba dee da ba die. And the client will be like, oh, my God, the, the it's in my blue chest. That's where I left it. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they don't always give you a direct answer. Sometimes they'll give you in code or, like, the best way they know how to say it. And you have to decipher that. And that right there is what you're really paying for when you get a reader. You're paying for the interpretation and them being able to understand, like, the language. And also, like, you're paying for the filter of how they come through, who comes through. Yes. Because mm -hmm. every like, reader, listen, every reader offers something different. I don't care if one million billion readers start up in the next 10 years. Every one of them is going to have something to offer. It's nothing. Like, our journeys are never the same. No. It can be very similar. But the way a spirit comes to you will not be the same way a spirit comes to me, will not be the same way a spirit comes to anybody listening. Absolutely. So I think um, discernment is like a big thing too when you get into spirit work and like understanding if it's a spirit or if it's your ego or if it's your intuition or yeah. whatever may come through. Like you need to really practice. 
and kind of, I would say dedicate yourself because you can't like just dabble with spirit work. I feel like you're either mm -hmm. kind of all in or not into it at all. Because mm -hmm. if you're kind of dabbling, the spirit is just going to like take over and be giving you all these messages and giving you all these like signs and mm -hmm. your intuition is just like popping off. But using discernment and like being able to understand and practice what's a spirit, what's intuition or what's just my ego and my anxiety yeah. is really important. I think I start by telling people when they ask me questions like that and what I've written on my blog is number one. Anytime, you know, you're having scary thoughts or anxiety or something, you know, that's not, that's not you. Mm -hmm. That might be, you know, depression, that might be another energy on you, that might be anxiety, but that, you know, that's not your guides, that's not your pure intuition, because your your intuition is never going to tell you to hurt yourself. So that's something outside of you. And I would tell people always, you know, that if if it's coming from a place of fear or anything like that intuition is always neutral it doesn't mm -hmm. it it's not good or bad it doesn't care about the outcome it just is yes. and if you're having a health concern you know if you're having hallucinations you think or you're hearing things you know please 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 if you have access to care you no know, always rule out a physical Ill illness first because there's so many things that can overlap um, and just things that we don't understand yet about mental health and about, you know, brain injuries and, and those sorts of things and just really wacky things our bodies can do to try to protect themselves, I guess. I don't know. So just, just always be cautious. Like that fear mongering of like, if you're not fear mongering, it's misinformation, not fear mongering. Like mm -hmm. I've seen on TikTok, like, oh, if you're going through, if you have these symptoms, you're going through an awakening and yeah. it's not that you need like help and stuff like that. And then there's a lot of misinformation of like mental health symptoms mm -hmm. or physical health symptoms being mistaken for like spiritual awakenings or spiritual contact or like your intuition and somebody trying to come through. And I think it's really important to understand the difference between what is your intuition and what's an actual like spiritual connection mm -hmm. and what's your brain just having a chemical imbalance or your body needing something like needing care and just needing to be taken care of. I would say to people at the very least, because I'm not going to pretend like I know everything, you know, even though I know, you know, the woo woo. And even though <laughs> I have, you know, nursing experience, I don't know everything in the world. And I would say at the very least, if you're experiencing something you don't understand, at least get multiple opinions, like, yes, you know, meet with a doctor, but also if you think this is a spiritual concern and you have, you know, a mentor or somebody you can go to, you know, get multiple opinions and at least try to see, okay. And again, using your discernment and what is the best option here? Because I, I don't know everything I, and I can't discern, we can't discern what's going on in your body. I agree. Yes. And also a lot of, you need a lot of self-awareness. I feel like to like stay on top of that and make sure that it's not because it is like, it does happen. At least like for me, when you're practicing witchcraft, there could be a hex sent your way or a curse, or you might deal with like an evil or demonic spirit. And it's really just constantly like cleansing yourself, constantly working with whatever you're doing. And mm -hmm. also just making sure that you're thinking of like logical explanations to things. Like oh, not yeah. going so far, kind of like what you said, not going too extreme in either direction. Like, like try to rule out a logical reason first. And yeah. also, um, yeah, like you said, just um, <laughs> I think, too, it would be good advice, you know, follow multiple people on social media so that you're mm. not getting like one person's opinion who's putting content out. So especially for people who are like new to Twitter or Instagram and like you know, the, the spiritual or metaphysical spaces, follow multiple people, you know, see what everybody's saying. Like, don't follow one person and think like their word is the word of God. 
seriously always look for more information new information yes please hit google like google at least try to google a couple of different sources before the amount of anything. people who are like allergic to google like google is our best friend everybody okay google is there for a reason another important thing to remember especially with these with these transits coming up is make sure you're logging off the computer reading about astrology make sure that you're not turning to your tarot cards five times a day like you need to balance yes. it with a human experience like you're still in a human body even though you are an energy a spirit in that body your body still needs time for a break mentally like you know you need to eat, you need to sleep, you need to go outside and be in the sun. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like as an astrologer, my interpretation of like everything going on is is connected to all the Pisces energy. So we've talked about Neptune and Pisces. Um, and that's gonna be there for a while. I I didn't do my research as an astrologer. Oh my Neptune. gosh, Kenny. But <laughs> But Neptune is, I mean, Neptune's going to be in Pisces for who knows how long. Um, <laughs> a long time. Jupiter enters Pisces again on December 28th. So. Wow, right after Christmas. Right? What a nice magical holiday. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I think um, with Jupiter being in Aquarius right now and being retrograde, it's a time of like, I feel like people are kind of like second guessing which divination they're getting into, at least what I've been seeing on social media. Like people are like, should I be in sidereal astrology? Should I be into tarot? Should I be into tea um, reading or like nail readings have been coming up apparently. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with Neptune and Jupiter soon, it's just all increasing the spiritual pursuits, mm -hmm. our energy or spiritual energy and it's making people kind of go towards more the abstract and the higher powers and just like having a blind faith in the universe rather than trying to think of a scientific explanation for everything, mm -hmm. which I feel like is what the United States does a lot. So mm -hmm. luckily with like all this Pisces energy and the Pluto return, I feel like our country is going to go into a big kind of like religious uproar like, I feel mm -hmm. like there's going to be a lot of people looking into religion, looking into spirituality, looking into divination. And it's just kind of going to, like, take over. Like, human design has been taking over recently. I see that all over Twitter now. Yeah, I have seen that. I haven't gotten into it too much, but I've seen it a lot. It'll blow your mind. It's another It's another rabbit hole. Seriously. I have design. enough rabbit holes. <laughs> but um, I feel like... To prepare as like a because with people who are already in the industry, we're gonna see like a huge rise in clients and other people doing these things. Um, and also just a lot more interest and a lot more mainstream interest. I think it's really not important to kind of practice that discernment and have that discernment and like have your intuition be strong now like get that shit together now before yeah. all this energy in pisces because pisces is a very spiritual you know illusions and fantasy and like daydreaming up in the clouds like it's a very abstract intangible sign and things are just gonna blow up in the intangible and in the abstract and there's gonna be a lot of misinformation a lot of confusion a lot of misunderstanding so I agree with you, like follow a bunch of people, get as much information as you can, use Google. If this is something you want to get into, get into it the right way. Like don't just get into it because it's cool and like that's what everybody's doing and it's just a trend. Like really get into it because you want to discover yourself, because you want to discover your abilities or because you need faith in life. And that was like a big thing for me getting back into like mental health awareness like just having a faith again in life and like what I'm doing getting past the existential crisis that happens when you realize we're not the center of the universe <laughs> well yeah it's nice because like again I said astrology is like a language that everybody can speak if they want to and I think it's also nice too I mean astrology is going to be used for more than just like 
you know, what we're doing, I'd like to see it more in like counseling settings and then those yes. sorts of things. And cause I think reading my chart with my spouse over the last year, I mean, we used to just sit like on the weekends and just like read each other's charts. I love that. And That's it's so nice. Cute. Yeah. I mean, it's nice because it's like an objective way to look at your partner. So it like really removes the emotion from a lot of like situations or disagreements you might have or like things that are tough with each other. And so it, it like, again, it just removes that emotion from it and makes it very objective. And it's also very reassuring, like, wow, this language of astrology has existed for thousands of years. Like there's something to this that we're all connected. So it just, it feels very good. But I think, you know, number one, watch for scammers. Um, like you mm. said, you know, follow multiple people, really, really look into who you want to read for you, whatever you're looking into, because number one, scamming can happen to anybody. Um, I'm kind of upset myself. I actually just found out like right before I started recording with you that like somebody's business I was like really pushing for, I think turned out to be somebody who was stealing some, some product photos. I'm not sure, but um, yeah. Uh, so if, if that's true, you know, it's like, wow, like my, my intuition couldn't get through that. Like I wanted to support it so much. I couldn't see it and it looked very mm -hmm. legitimate and the product, you know, seemed okay, but I don't know. So it could happen to anybody. Um, and yeah. also for practitioners, I think now it's time to perfect your skills, your craft, your services, figure out what it is you offer to people, because there's already so many people out there doing divination services. You really need to find out like, what is it that you offer people? Like I tweeted something today, like I've been trying to think like, what do I really offer people on like, mm -hmm. you know, a, like a soul, like a spiritual level. And I said, you know what? I think it's my Leo eighth house Mars. Like I teach other people how to feel proud of themselves, like how to get their pride back, how to get through a situation. So I think that too, just figuring out like, what do you offer people? Can you help with their career? Can you help with their, you know, love? Can you help with, um, I don't know, like whatever it is, like find your niche perfect your skills now i was saying yeah. the other day on twitter like i have an eighth house leo mars and i think my niche is like helping people find their pride in themselves again you know finding their voice how to feel again like find their roar i said or something like that you know i think that's what i offer so if there's a million tarot readers in the room or astrologers in the room like what do you offer people Mm -hmm. um, and I think legalities as well. Please, like, people, read your federal and local laws. What are you allowed to advertise? Like, I don't want to see anybody, you know, get in trouble for advertising divination if they're not allowed. Like, I don't want to see anybody get in trouble. So, read your laws and make sure that nothing that you're doing is out of compliance with them. Because we don't want to pay the government any more taxes or fees than we have to. <laughs> yes. Seriously. Shout out to um, another astrologer who's, or not astrologer, she's a witch. And she's all about the legality and like the legal aspects of running a spiritual business. Oh, so who? if you need advice, Melinda Lamb, um, she is on Instagram. I believe she's the dot Melinda dot Lamb. Um, but she's also known as like the legal witch, like the legal witch. So oh, I feel that's like cool. That um, and she is all about you know, using your trademarks, using personal sigils to protect your business, talking about contracts and liability agreements and stuff like that. So I love it. Getting into this work and really finding your niche, I think it's going to be really important to like have like the legal aspects and make sure that capitalism isn't screwing us over because we need to work with the system in order to fight the system. So Yes, unfortunately, as alternative as our lifestyles are, um, to participate within the system, to some degree, we must follow the rules to some degree. Yes. <laughs> unfortunately, we can't just go and like, have tax fraud for every spiritual business happening. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we can't do that. But um, yeah, I feel like what you were saying with like scam artists and like people impersonating other spiritualists, I feel like that's a big 
Neptune and Pisces situation. So I've been like trying to study the rise of impersonation and like catfishing and all that stuff. And catfishing the show actually mm. started the same year that Neptune entered Pisces. Are you serious? So it literally just became like this normalized thing to be somebody else on the internet and to use social media to like trick people and wow. to make people think that they're not the person you think they, they are. Like it's or When I saw that like astrology lineup, I was just like, of course. Like I knew it had to be Neptune and Pisces. And Pisces, you know, again, being the sign of disillusion of like, Pisces are known to be very gullible people. And like, if you have Pisces placements, it's like the parts where you need to really discern, use discernment and really like know yourself in order to understand what's right and what's wrong. And these scam artists are amazing. They, oh, yeah. Chris Jenner works hard, but these scam <laughs> artists work harder. Okay. Because I have seen such like emails and accounts and like, all these things of like trying to take money, trying to get information. And it's only going to get worse when Pluto enters Aquarius, I feel like, in oh, 2022. Absolutely. The AI is going to be incredible. Like you were saying, the bots are going to be just like normal people. as if Oh, there's already bots people. on there. Like people, please use discernment. I swear when you're like fighting with people on Twitter, because I swear half of them are bots and you're just, you're just teaching them to be smarter every time you answer them. Yes. With all these scam artists and with this rise of like not knowing who's who and what's legit, it could come back towards us a little bit. And like, you could internalize those feelings of like not knowing what's true, what's right. Um, imposter syndrome, I feel like is just ridiculously huge with Neptune and Pisces. And then when Jupiter goes into Pisces, I feel like everybody's going to be thinking they're con artists, even when they're not. For the, for people who aren't, know, who don't know about astrology, who aren't like into divination, just really preparing yourself for things to not be what they seem, basically. I feel like mm -hmm. Pisces is very, it's not everything is what you see. Don't see what you, like, don't believe what you see. Um, really dig deep, figure things out for yourself. Like, don't just rely on mouth of word. I mean, word of mouth. And I'm so backwards with Mercury and retrograde. It's ridiculous. And I well, think- Well, you know what? I just had a thought. Let me give it to you before I let it go. go right you know ahead. who? You know whose tweet I saw today had a beautiful thread? The People's Oracle gave it to us again. <gasps> yes, they were we tweeting about. They were tweeting about how um, you know, like with. I mean, I I think they were implying sort of with the Pluto return. I could be wrong. That's how I interpreted it. But just talking mm -hmm. about like America as an ideology falling. And if you choose to stay in that ideology, you're going to be like standing in a in a brick house crumbling, mm. or or you could be outside that house, you know, frolicking freely, make it. But but it's going to be work to make your own house again. But it could yeah. be something so much better than even what you had before. But you'll never know if you're inside that crumbling house. So I think that that's definitely going to be a lot of you know the Pluto and Aquarius, and people are going to very staunchly hold on to ideologies that are, I guess, you know, extreme of the evangelical type. So I think <laughs> that, again, like those numbers will diminish, but the people that still hold on to it will get even more extreme because they feel very like attacked or isolated, perhaps. Yes. And then there, there definitely might be like a lashing out against us as like an alternative type of, um, line of work so that's why i say too like please look into your legalities now like forming your licenses or you know your whatever like i don't want to scare people but i'm just saying like if you are if you're planning on doing that please look into it make sure you're not like breaking any laws um mm -hmm. put put see put for entertainment purposes only on everything okay that's all i'm gonna say Yes. Just but those I, sorts of things because like again, I think that people who are still very extreme in you know old old ways of American ideology and in Christianity are going to get very upset with people like us. So maybe that's part of you know the 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 things we'll see people kind of trying to take us down like legally 
mm-hmm. um, those sorts of things. So the whole like not believing everything you see or like the impersonators. And I'm not saying all impersonators do that. I'm just saying it could happen. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. And so just also, being careful. Also thinking of how this country has been like so divided since, you know, Trump and... Mm-hmm this is just kind of like another divide happening or like rising up where like you're either into spirituality, into astrology and really open-minded about everything going on, or you're still stuck in like the very rigid, closed-minded Catholic Christian or whatever you think of, mm-hmm. of just thinking, of just believing in the world. And I think as a pure, the people's Oracle put it, if you are not changing with the times, if you're not, you know, evolving with what's going on, you're going to be left behind. And it's going to be very uncomfortable for you. It's going to be very possibly traumatic, to be honest, not to like scare people, but like the world is changing. Mm -hmm. And especially with this pandemic happening, like things are unfortunately not going to be the way they were for in the past. And like, we are entering a new era of life and a new era of homo sapiens and like Mm -hmm. we just kind of need to like embrace what's happening as a collective and as an individual person i feel like people need to start embracing what's going on i think that's going to be the jupiter and pisces it's going to be are you either gonna are you gonna ride that potentiality of how amazing things could be or are you going to stay stuck in thinking that's a prison because when we think of you know pisces being tied to 12th house um it's going to be a prison for you, I guess would be like an analogy. So is it going to be a prison or is it going to free you and elevate your life into new structures you never thought possible? Mm-hmm. And and again, it. like the medicine and the technology advancements we're going to see soon is going to be absolutely incredible. I just saw an article the other day, Japanese scientists are working on a vaccine for Alzheimer's. <gasps> Really? Yeah, so I didn't read, I don't know too much else about it, so I'm not going to say anything else, but I did see that circulating. I hope that's true. But, like, I I mean, that's just right there. Pluto and Aquarius already in action. It's a little preview. Like, we're going to see so many amazing advancements. I don't think we're going to be able to believe it. Looking at what scientists are looking at and what they're researching, um, they're going to make some really big discoveries, I feel like. There's going to be some like ridiculous ass like cures or vaccines or um therapies i feel like we're gonna see a lot of just new technology like you said advanced technology also with uranus and taurus just like thinking outside the box thinking at what's gonna help us in the long term and what practices can are sustainable Mm -hmm. it's gonna help a lot with just getting the proper care, getting the proper medication and healthcare and like fixing the healthcare system, I feel like is going to be a big thing happening well, I'm in these next couple of years. With like, you know, I mean, Taurus being ruled by Venus and I think Venus is about charity too, right? Mm-hmm. I'm really, really hoping at, at the very freaking least in the next couple of years we could get done is making, you know, um, pharmaceutical companies unable to just make up whatever algorithm they decide to jack the price of insulins up like 3000% because come on. It's OD. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like it's unnecessary. But hopefully the stars in the universe will help us out and scientists can come together, figure out what is best for all of us because what's happening right now is just not working and it's not going to keep us alive for that much longer. I was just, well, I was just telling my husband, it would make sense if like the government starts dumping money into, you know, sending kids to school for, you know, uh, climate science and engineering and um, uh, also all the healthcare workers that have been um, injured due to COVID and, and drawn away, pushed away from the field, you know, due to everything that's happened and get that restored. But again, like the, the sending people to school for science and climate change, um, that's what they need to do in order to change the outcome of things is like I said, just the accelerated pace at which we're going to see medicine 
coming out to people and like therapies we never thought we would see in our lifetime. Um, that that's going to come up. Yes, absolutely. I can't wait. And speaking of medicine, it's such, I feel like a hot topic when it comes to like mental health and like whether you should take medicine and how that interacts with like your spiritual abilities and mm -hmm. reading your article and also from my personal experience, we both can say that like medicine just helps us and like mm -hmm. enhances our abilities and it's not something that should be frowned upon if it's real if it's a necessity if it's helping you live your life more full more happy more at peace and just easier then like take medication and you know if you're listening if it's something that like you are struggling with and like something that you don't know if you should take or not like do your research google again our best friend Google the medications that your doctor is recommending for you or Google side effects and Google all, you know, just look up and educate yourself on different medications. On different... Yeah, look at a couple of different sources, not just one. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like... For peer, look for peer-reviewed articles when looking at case studies. Mm -hmm, um, yeah. You know, look Google to make scholar. sure... Yes, make sure there's, they could be scholarly articles. And sometimes those are behind a paywall. Just try to take a couple extra seconds to see where your information is coming from. Talk to your friends or family, see if they've taken any medications before. Ask around, ask for help, figure out, you know, get the knowledge and get the information so that it's not as scary if you decide to start taking medication. And also don't, I wanna add like, don't think you're less than or that like you're, there's something wrong with you because you have to take medication now, like it's just, a thing that helps you live better. Like if you need to have an ankle brace because you sprained your ankle, you're not going to think you're any less than because you need that in order to walk. Absolutely. And, you know, I'll say for myself personally, I know medication is not for everybody, but if it does come to that, I mean, there's absolutely no shame in it. I put it off for years. And, um, you know, actually when I did start anxiety medication, surprisingly, like my intuition came through so much more clearly because I didn't have to fight my anxious thoughts anymore. Like I could hear my intuition so much easier because I wasn't fighting these erratic thoughts. And I mean, my heart rate was physically too high all the time. I wasn't sleeping right. So I couldn't focus and just very unhappy and just physically aching and just all over. I mean, everything's tied together. So, you know, once I got on medication, I felt better to exercise and do all those things that also are, you know, quote, natural, alternative or integrative therapies, you know, holistic. It's all about a balance. They're all just tools and, and you need them all to some degree. Everybody's unique in what degree you need each of them, but we all need it to some, you know, some degree. So, no, there's absolutely no, 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 no sense in listening. Please don't listen to anybody that tells you that, you know, medication's unnatural, that it's wrong, that you won't be able to do divination or whatever you want to do. Because like um, we discussed before, you know, I think if you believe that we're all connected, that we're all made in the divinity of the, the stars of the universe, then the medications and the tools we make by extension of our hand makes it divine itself, right? And, and your guides and your guides and the universe, like they don't want you to suffer. Like there's no need. And like, um, again, oh my God, people's Oracle again. Um, you know, you mentioned to me, I think on our YouTube episode that they said about how, you know, a generation before, I can't remember what, what placement it was or what generation it was. They, it was all about survival for them. And now us in this lifetime, you know, we are going to think more about our our higher knowledge, our higher thinking, being spirituality, being creative as a community and all those things. Like we don't have to feel like we're just surviving anymore. We can see a world where we can be creative or we can have free time because I can already see it. Employers are starting to fall in line as far as, you know, giving their employees more time off. It's happening slowly, but I can say like even my spouse's job, like they were trying to push so hard to go back to the office and all the families and 
coworkers banded together and they said, listen, we don't want to go back. We'll just go work somewhere else that's staying remote. And they have to fall in line. And that's where the future, and I think that's where I keep getting eight of eight, like the eights and the eight of pentacles. I told you I get in collective readings for the future all the time. Yes. The future is going to be where we put our money. We need to put our money where our mouth is. And what that means is number one, as a group, demanding more from employers. And people are already doing it by walking out of their jobs and mass droves and, and they're doing what they can. So that is already happening. <clears throat> Excuse me. And number two, not buying, you know, items from companies that are harmful. Like, for example, Nabisco. Um, Nabisco workers are on strike right now due to inhumane working conditions. And Oreo just put out a Pokemon Oreo like special, like feature. And it's like, no, no, no. You can't you read do this. the room, honey. No, <laughs> like, and if if CEOs, it would be wonderful if we could just beg them to be nice and like humane. But that's not going to happen. The only language they speak is money. Then you know mm -hmm. how to shut them up. Don't give them your freaking money. Yes, I know Oreos I are nummy nummy, but listen, you can do it. You can find another snack. All those people who still buy Chick-fil-A, you can find oh. another chicken sandwich. My you can God. find another milkshake. Like, we need to... Why is Chick-fil-A still in business when they openly support conversion therapy? Like, it Oh, makes, my God. I know. It's I not just, adding up. The math is not mathing, people. It's, listen, it's to. not even that big of a deal. Like, the, the secret is out. It's pickle juice. Like, just buy chicken, pickle juice, breadcrumbs, eggs, and flour, honey. Fry it in the cast You're iron nice. skillet, and it's delicious. And it's deliciousness without the homophobia and the hate crimes, because what they're supporting is a hate crime. Literally, don't there's eat Chick-fil-A. There's Popeyes. I love Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> I, have I have never eaten Popeyes. You've never had Popeyes, no! girl. You need to right after this episode go get Popeyes. What? <laughs> I love Popeyes. CEOs, companies, they speak money. They speak um, sales. Like if their sales are plummeting, they're obviously going to make change and they're going to do something about it. So Absolutely. And that's like, oh, well, one person can't do anything. Oh, yes, we can. Like if every single person in America or a large, if they even see a dip, a little dip in their sales, they're going to be like, what's going on? You know, they're going to have to study that. They're going to have to figure out why. They're going to change if we put our money where our mouth is. I love it. I think we should end there. Okay. Put your money where your mouth is. Stop <laughs> buying Chick-fil-A. And Oreo, read the room. Okay? Exactly. Because that's a hot pass. Putting out Ore Pokemon Oreos when your people are on strike? Yeah, exactly. No. no. They also had the lace company. Those workers were also on strike not even like a couple months ago oh, because no. of inhumane working conditions. Amazon, mm. a, they have a bunch of strikes going on happening oh, because God. of inhumane. I know. This is the time to get your employer to listen up, to get your companies and corporations to listen up mm -hmm. and start respecting people because mm -hmm. it's ruining our mental health. And no, it's not worth it. Absolutely. But thank you so much, Gigi. I had so much fun just talking, ranting. I hope everybody enjoyed our rants. Yes, I enjoyed it as well. Thank you very much. It's always yes. a pleasure to talk to you. We talk way over the time limit, but it's always so good. It can't be contained. No, exactly. It's always just, it's just perfect. Um, <laughs> so where can people find you? Where can people work with you? Plug um, your shamelessly. <laughs> um, I am at my own domain at guidancebygg.com or I'm the most active social media I have. I do have a YouTube channel and I also have Twitter at GG Guidance. I do have a Pinterest as well, um, but that's just for my blog pins. I don't really I use it pictures. that much. So, <laughs> but yeah, that is where you could find me and book me. Awesome. Yay. So go book with Gigi. She's an amazing reader and an amazing soul. Beautiful soul. Thank you. Thank you so much, Gigi. 
And thank all of you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to work with me, you can find me at my website, kennytheastrologer.com. There you can book a birth chart reading, tarot reading. Um, I have workshop tickets available, as I said at the beginning. And yeah, I just hope you're as excited for what's to come as I am. And I can't wait to work with all of you. I'm waiting. See you later. Peace and love.